Hello and welcome back to Midnight Chill. This week I bring you a story that I wrote a few years ago and has never been published, so you're in for a little treat. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Midnight Chill. A family secret. When I was a child, I was told never to open the door to our attic. I never understood why. The door was never locked and no one ever went up there. During the day anyway. At night, I would be woken up by strange noises above me. They were slow, dull sounds, like someone was dragging something across the floorboards. Then I would hear footsteps walking toward it and muffled voices. I could never make out what was being said. My wife and I put the house up for sale about a month ago after we bought a new one out of the city. We had been cooped up in the filth too long and were desperate for some country air, especially now with a little one on the way. She was over the moon and fell in love with our new house instantly, so did I. But there was part of me still attached to the old one. I didn't want to be rid of it forever. It was like there was an invisible restraint around my heart and I couldn't understand why. When the estate agent called and told me they were taking the house off the market and that they didn't want our business, I knew something was seriously wrong and it had nothing to do with the disgust in his voice. When I asked what had happened, he told me to fuck off and then go look for myself. Then he slammed the phone down. I know he slammed it because he missed the disconnect switch and had to try a second time. I arrived at the house a little over an hour ago. I did not tell my wife what had happened. I wanted to see why it had first. I walked in and everything on the ground floor was grand. No reason to explode at your client. So I headed upstairs. I looked in all of the room and nothing gave any indication of why he acted like that. Then I remembered the attic. I walked slowly towards the stairs leading up to it. In all the years of my life, I'd never once been up there. When I was a kid, I wasn't allowed. When I was a teenager, I didn't want to. And when I got into my twenties, I forgot all about it. Then, when my parents passed and we moved into the house, we never had any reason to. Until now, that is. I can see the attic door is open and there's an unpleasant smell drifting out. I'm afraid. I don't know what to expect and I don't want to go up there. But I guess it's time to finally bite the bolt and find out why I was told never to go in there. Besides, whatever is in that room has led to the house being taken off the market and we need to get it sold. I climb the stairs. There are only five of them but with each step my legs grow heavier. My body no more wants to go in there than my mind does. From this angle I can see into the room. There is a light shining in from outside. I assume it's from a window, but why would there be a window in an attic? There was rubbish lying scattered on the dirty floorboards, and the wallpaper is so old that there are huge stains all over it. Just inside the door there is a wooden box. It's about two foot high and wide, and it's painted red. Its lid is sitting open and it's blocking my view inside it. From what I can tell, it's definitely homemade and the hinges are clearly rusted. No respectable carpenter would make something as awkward looking as this. The smell coming from the room is now almost unbearable and my sleeve isn't doing much to block it out. I have no idea why this room is like this or why there is even a box in here and that smell. How did we not notice it before? 
The rub is scattered all around the room is strange. There are old cereal boxes, tin cans of processed food, and even toilet roll holders. I really don't understand. I turn away from them and look into the big red wooden box behind me. There are dirty, disgusting old rags on the bottom of it, and that's where the smell is coming from. I'm about to turn away when I notice one of the items is my old pajama top. I lean forward wondering what it's doing in there. I turn my head sideways away from the smell. It's beginning to turn my stomach. The rags in the bottoms of the box suddenly separate and a tiny hand comes shooting out, followed by a tiny white head and another arm joins them. Both hands grab onto my shirt and before I have time to react, they pull me down so hard that I fall into the box. I don't know how, but my whole body gets swallowed up by it and the lid slams shut. There's nothing but darkness. The smell is so overwhelming that it keeps my panic at bay. But as I find my senses again, I try to push the lid open. It won't budge. Now I begin to panic. Now I'm afraid. No, actually, I'm terrified. I kick out with my legs and instantly notice I can straighten them and still not hit the wooden panels. What the hell is going on? There's no way I could do that inside the box that I saw. There is movement beside me. I freeze in terror and wait. Nothing. Hello, brother. A slow, dusky voice says, and two white eyes begin to appear in front of me. You finally come to play. That's it, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, don't forget my books, Love's Curse and Strings are available to buy on Amazon. Or if you'd like a few more tasters, then I'll be back next Tuesday. Until then, ehoy.